This is um, Surrey Hewlett. I'm talking today about why I love being a physio. Um, I basically qualified about ooh, 25 plus years ago um, in a little northeast University of England called Teesside um, and started my career in the NHS. And um, for those of you who don't really know what the NHS does in terms of physio, we, we basically have to do what we call rotations around the clinic. So when you qualify as a physio, you've done your three-year degree and you go and you go into um, a junior post and that means you do three or four month rotations on all the different um, areas around the hospital and then when you're a senior you do that for maybe six months rotations and that's as a senior physio before you go into your specialty. So I spent basically four years in the UK being a rotational physio which is fantastic. Um, here in Australia what tends to happen is that uh, you do your degree um, at uni and then most people come out and go straight into private practice. Um, and then you know within a year or two open up their own private practice and start treating and to be honest while that's the way it's done here I think I have far better grounding and uh, a better baseline from you know the way that we were we were trained um, you know I've done rotations in intensive care in cardiothoracic units um, on elderly care on neurological um, stroke units as well as you know your typical musculoskeletal which is outpatient work and gym and rehab work and to be honest it, it really has opened my eyes here that you know we can catch quite a few things that people have missed um, if you have a little bit of a background in neurology you can recognize if somebody has you know high tone or spasticity or low tone you know it doesn't feel normal if you if you notice somebody's got you know an odd sense of balance you you've got the ability to test those senses of balances because you've had that background input and whilst I'm not saying it's um it's a not a good way to go if you come straight and you specialize you know you can work out where you want to be and decide that's what I'm going to do and I'm getting there from um, step one I really honestly and truthfully believe that having that background of four years of, of just going around the different departments and you know learning to help each other out learning that you know if you finished your little stuff on the surgical ward you go and you rang and said look does anyone got, need any help on intensive care and you, you you get that sort of sense of community and belonging and you you sort of learn how to adapt and change to different environments um, I left the UK um, probably about 20 years ago to go and work overseas in the Middle East and in the Middle East I was working for the Saudi military and there I was there for about seven years um, originally just went for one um, and then was there for seven years and, and basically my role was um, in musculoskeletal so I was basically going into outpatients um, and that was treating their military and obviously the military and their families and and obviously any staff that were injured or had an issue as well but we also in that time obviously still did some ward work um, and would go on the orthopedic wards and the surgical wards and the intensive care units there um, and because I was there for like I say about seven years 
um, working in the Middle East, it, it definitely gave you a good view of the different cultures that are out there. You know, there was a lot of us from the UK, there was a lot of Australian um, workers out there. There was definitely a lot from the Philippines and the subcontinent. Um, and it gave you a really good insight into working in a multicultural environment, working out, you know, what makes people tick, working out what, you know, the different teaching programs and, and things were for different countries and, you know, how different environments were um, reacting with each other. So um, basically I met my husband out in, the, in um, the Middle East. He was an Australian working out in the Middle East as part of British Aerospace. Um, so he was part of British Aerospace Australia and he was an aircraft engineer and I ended up in Australia. So from being in Australia, I figured, you know, I probably should have a look at what the Australian training's like and did my master's of manual therapy in UWA. So I did a lot of that working um, distance learning for the theory side of it. And then I attended a block um, which was a three-month intensive for all our manual therapy skills um, and I did that in 2003 so from 2003 onwards I've basically been working within private practice within the Australian healthcare setting and like I say it's a definite eye-opener in terms of you know how how it runs when you are working to help people and being paid for it because that's your job as opposed to working in the NHS environment where you know people gained access to healthcare basically for free because it was covered so in, in terms of you know if you are in that environment and you are seeing clients or patients through the NHS you know because there was always such a massive waiting list we would churn through clients you know constantly constantly seeing them one after the other after the other um, not because of that's the way that we wanted to work but because that was the way we had to work because you know there was just so many on the wait list and that that's the way the NHS functions and then coming into private practice in Australia obviously people are paying you for your time and they're paying you for results and they don't want to be seen quickly and, and you know you don't need to see people quickly but they're paying for you to get an outcome and they want that outcome quickly it's not the same as you know oh well we'll try this and see how it's going it is you need to have a different perspective on what that client expects that client expects that you know what you're doing they're coming to you with a specific problem they're paying you privately for a specific problem and they want the results that you know that that entails so it's not that your treatment changes but your focus of treatment changes in terms of your expectations and the clients expectations are quite different um, you know clients back in the UK <coughs> would potentially wait for months if they were a chronic patient and you know it might be six months down the track if they were a chronic patient before they got seen where you know here we have the ability to just walk into a clinic and say look I want an appointment when's the next one you've got available and people pay for that privately and they use their private healthcare for it so in, in terms of um, access it, it is quite a different environment um, but also just in terms of mentality it's quite a different environment as well so you know because you are working for yourself because you are working and if you're working for you know somebody else the emphasis is a, is a little bit different now 
I'm, yeah, I'm quite an ethical um, person. I, you know, believe that you know if you come to see me and I can solve your problem, I'm going to solve your problem the best way I can, and I'm going to solve it as quickly and effectively as I can. So, um, being in private practice doesn't mean that I think you come in to see me and I'm going to milk you for all that I can. It would be, you know what, you have this problem, I need to do this with it, you need to do this with it and we can solve this in X, Y and Z as long as you do it effectively. If I think, you know what, I'm actually here to make a few bucks and I'm going to drag this out as long as I can and I'm going to just give you as much as you need to get better at a, a slightly different pace, that's that's not really ethical and that's what I love about physio we have the ability especially as you know as I've got older and especially as I've got um, more experienced is that I can solve your problem a heck of a lot quicker now that I've been qualified 25 27 years than I could do when I was you know 20 21 22 as a new grad um, you know it might take me three day three three sort of goes to go oh we're on the right track here um, whereas now I think you know I have so many things in my toolbox I've learned so much over the last few times and I've learned so many different techniques that I can solve your problem quickly you know actually your problem's not knee pain which is what I might have managed 20 years ago your problem is the fact that your glutes are weak and that's giving you knee pain so you know I can get your problem better in six sessions where you know 20 years ago it might have took me 12 sessions so that's what I find absolutely great about our, our business about our ability to work is the fact that we can impact people that we can look at somebody and be able to have a positive change in what they do we can look at you know somebody's body and say you know what you need to do this to get this to work you need to do this to get this to get better and if they follow it through and they do the work and you obviously manage them correctly you have a positive outcome and you have made an impact in somebody's life and that's that is fantastic you know it's great that you know we can go in and have such an effect on somebody um, and that's what I love about our job is you know we're not going to work and coming back and going oh how did it go at work today and you you know we all have work that we value and we all have work that has an impact but I love the fact that ours is quite noticeable you know we can take people who have been in pain and make them pain free we can take people who've been unable to play sport and we can get them back to sport we can take people who you know have been told you're never going to do x y and z again and we can rehabilitate them and get them back to doing x y and z you know we can have mothers who can't pick up their kids because they've got back pain and we can manage them in you know strengthen bits and tape and strap and do whatever it is we need to do to get them back functioning so they can pick up you know their kids so in, in terms of what we do it is quite tangible it is quite um, it is quite a noticeable difference people come in with a problem which might be pain it might be dysfunction it might be they can't play sport it might be that they're weak it might be that you know they have a specific thing that they can't do like squat and we can assess that and we can find out what the issue is and we can manage that with whatever techniques we need to whether it be manual therapy whether it be soft tissue whether it be joint joint mobilizations whether we need to manipulate joint whether we need to 
strengthen things or you know make things quiet down a little bit and through doing that and especially with you know client compliance we can actually have a positive outcome because at the end of the day they come back and go you know what I couldn't climb stairs and now I can climb stairs or you know I couldn't get out of bed in the morning and now I can get out of bed pain free or you know my pain used to keep me up at night and I used to get up 10 times during the night and now I only get up twice and you know whilst some of the time we can't cure everything we can't you know have a complete 100% turnaround what we can do is, is make a change that has a beneficial effect to somebody's life and also you know pick up things we can pick up on things that need investigation we can um, you know with our knowledge and, and what have you we can make sure that people get the attention they need so if you're going to somebody and you're going in to see a physio you know you you should be looking at what do they do they should be asking you some questions about you know what's gone on they should be asking you about the history of what the problem is you know have you had management of it before has this happened before if so has it you know how has it responded has it been something that's got better quickly is it something that's getting worse what do you normally get better with what normally makes it worse you know how did this happen and then we obviously need to ask you about your medical health so we're asking you know what happens um, for your medical history have you had any heart issues any blood pressure issues we obviously need to know if you've had any major impact in what's going on is there been you know any surgery that's gone on has there been you know an illness that could have an effect on this has there been you know a car crash or a trauma before that has you know could in impact how you Heal. So obviously somebody who's got diabetes, they're going to have a poor healing quality compared to somebody that's non-diabetic. Somebody that's had major surgery, if they've had major abdominal surgery and they're now coming in complaining of back pain, it could be that you know, you've had your abdominal muscles cut through because they've had to go in through your stomach and it could be that your core's weak. So you know, the medical history gives us a good idea of what we're looking you know, potentially with, with things that could impact how you heal and how you respond. And then we also need to know what's going on with you day to day. You know, what's your day to day involve? What do you do? How is your work? Are you at home? Are you looking after kids? Are you quite sporty? Because if you're coming in with back pain or knee pain, we need to know what's your back doing day to day? You know, are you going and sitting in an office nine hours a day and then you're going home and sitting in a chair doing more office work? Or are you somebody that, you know, works and you, you're quite labor intensive and, you know, your job is quite heavy and then you go home and you, you know, you're playing football or you're doing squash or you're doing something else that is also quite, you know, impactful. And then we've got an idea what your body needs to do, what, you know, what's your day-to-day -day activity involved because that's what you want to get back to. And then the other thing that we want to know is, you know, what medication are you on? What are we looking at? Why? What's going on with um, with you? Is you know, is your pain or your problem too much that you're having to take medication for it? Or you know, are you are you one of these that shies away from medication? Um, you know, what are you on medication from? We might sometimes we find out that people have actually taken blood pressure tablets and they forgot to mention they have high blood pressure or low blood pressure. So there's a lot of things when we, you know, from a physio point of view that we do ask you that you think, well, I don't know where you need to know that, but we do need to know it because that gives us the whole picture. And then what we're looking at is 
what's going on with you, what's your posture doing, how do you hold yourself, what's going on with the bit that's affected. So if you had a shoulder problem, was it a trauma or has it been a gradual onset? You know, if you've had a back problem, was it a car crash, did you fall over or has it been something that's been going on for a while? Um, and what we're looking at is how you move, how you function, what's going on with the joints in that area, what's going on with the muscles in that area, is your movement affected, is your movement restricted, is your movement painful, is your movement difficult, is your movement stiff, um, how's the muscle strength, is it weak, is it strong, are you, you know, are you reluctant to move it, are you favouring it, are you protecting it, um, and all those different tests give us an idea of what, you know, what, what is the issue, and then we might go on to some specific tests, so obviously if we talk about a knee joint, we want to know are your ligaments intact, are your cruciate ligaments intact, so we test those, are your collateral ligaments intact, so we test those, do you have any issues with your cartilage, so we'll test that, can you fully bend and straighten the knee, can you, does your knee react well if we stress it, is your potential are moving well are your muscles around the knee moving well is there anything you know in the joints above and below it is your hip a problem is your ankle a problem and then when we've got sort of our testing results you know we we then will decide what we do what do we need to do to treat you um, and then you know the treatment depends on what we found through all that whole assessment so if you are somebody who is doing you know squash or tennis or badminton or something that's quite jarring on your knees and you want to do um, you know running then you need to know that actually running might be an issue for you at the moment and you know you need to have good shoes on you need to have this and you might need to rest from this for you know 48 hours or you might need to give up squash and what have you for just a little while until you've worked out that your joints are pain-free um, and then to be honest if we're managing you and we're doing something with you and we've got a plan of action and you're in agreement with that plan of action whatever we do with you should have an impact whether you know after your first assessment you're worse whether after your first assessment you feel better something should have changed and I honestly don't mind if you get worse it means that we were in the right place and it means that you might be a little bit more irritable but it means that we've caused the change um, it's obviously fantastic if you get better but you know if you get worse that's not that's not uncommon um, but it means that we've done something that causes a change and that's great now what we're after is that when we start treating you or when we start managing you that you're getting something happening hopefully it's for the better but you should have an effect in the change that happens over two or three sessions and then we know that we're on the right track if you are getting absolutely nothing there's been no change no worse no better it's just stayed exactly the same then we we've, we haven't hit the nail on the head there's be something else happening so we need to either reinvestigate more or we need to um, see why that hasn't happened and it might be that we need to change tack and, and that's what's been great about being a physio for you know so long if I see a knee or an ankle or a back or a shoulder I might have a good idea just within a few minutes of chatting to somebody what I might be looking for so you know if somebody says I've come in with this and I'm doing this I'm probably thinking I need to check it's not an impingement I need to check this I'm going to check this test here and I'll jot those quickly down so I don't forget to do it and as they talk on it might be okay it might be this then I'll put that little note down so whereas you know 20 years ago I might go oh my god I have to check this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to move them here and I'm going to do 
do them here where you know I can at the moment scoot all that out and just go okay I'm going to focus here and go with that and then I'm not irritating the client too much because I'm not performing 10 different tests. I've gone for two specific tests that I've thought about. And if it doesn't give me the response I'm after, then I can look further. Um, and like I say, having been a physio for so long, that's been great. It means that, you know, I've got a massive range in my toolkit. And it also means that I've hopefully have seen, haven't seen everything because something always surprises me. Um, but it does mean that I know yet you know what, that's not responding the right way, that shouldn't happen, or you know what, this is going great, let's push it a little bit further, or this isn't right. Um, we've had a couple of things that have said this isn't right, and it's, you know, we send people away for further investigations, and that's what happens when you have experience, and like I said at the start of this podcast, it's it's something that's really great from being a physio back in the NHS, you know, having had that basic grounding of four years of seeing different things of, you know, just seeing things that you don't see in private practice, like people who have, um, you know, they're in intensive care, you know, they're on ventilators, you're, you're having to treat and manage their chest because they can't breathe on their own, things that, you know, you just don't get to see in private practice because you don't see anybody that's hooked up to a machine and the machine is breathing for you or for them you know things like necrotizing fasciitis when they have a bug that eats the flesh you know there was a few of those the people who have you know major major surgery or people that have you know neurological conditions it it really does mean that you look at somebody as a person and you look at somebody and say you know what that's not right that shouldn't happen or you know what that was very similar to so and so that I saw a while ago and they ended up having that let's just investigate this and and I think that's what having experience does but it also allows you to be a little bit more um, wary of when things don't respond well and when you're not getting the response you think you should with a client does that mean you're wrong? Does that mean that, you know, you should have gone on a different tack? In which case, you know, we'd reassess and reevaluate and go, let me just try this and see if this happens. And again, that's when we should refer on. That's when we go, you know what, it's not right. Um, I had a lady in recently, which is, which is actually very sad, but she'd actually um, hurt her ankle and had gone over on her ankle and, it, you know, she'd been sent for an x-ray and the x-ray wasn't quite... Um, it was a little bit blurry, and so it wasn't right. But they didn't think that there was an that they didn't think there was a, a fracture there, and so I'd said, look, I think you should go back and get it done. You know, get it done again, or maybe get an ultrasound because you're still in a lot of pain for what I would expect to be there. And we just need to clear that it's definitely not a fracture, and it's definitely not something else that is a is an issue. Um, and she went back and had another scan done, which said, look, there might be an old fracture there from a long time ago, but it still didn't explain her pain. And, you know, we were very concerned about the fact that she had a lot of pain that wasn't really being explained by a, fra a fresh fracture or, you know, anything else. Anyway, long story short, after a couple of weeks of, of a saying, no, you really need to go back again. And, and you know, we're not that happy with all this. It, it's eventually, it's eventually eventuated that she did in fact have cancer. Um, and, you know, from, from my point of view, you know, if we hadn't have pushed and we hadn't have said, this isn't right, it's not responding the right way, you shouldn't be in this much pain, it shouldn't be, it, it should have responded better, you shouldn't be being kept awake at night, it, you need to go back, you need to get more investigations done, we could have done that for two months. Um, you know, the fact that it was literally 
nap, not happy to treat you, please go and get an x-ray right, you know, day one. And, you know, two, three days later when she came back saying, nah, you're still in too much pain and your painkillers aren't touching the pain, that, you know, is, is probably from a, a point of view of experience. It allows us to go, this isn't normal. You know, normal doesn't respond like this. Normal should be a little bit better. So that's what I really love about being a physio. There's always something new. There's always something different. There's always something that, you know, you can have an impact on something. You know, obviously we don't want to have an impact on somebody like that and say, look, go in, go away. We think there's something really nasty because none of us thought there was something nasty. We actually thought she probably had a stress fracture that they'd missed was what our thought process was. And it's like, no, nah, I shouldn't be that sore. But, you know, unfortunately it was something else. Um, and, you know, sometimes we're wrong and sometimes, you know, it's, it's good that we we can sort of push and say that things aren't right. But, you know, from a physio point of view and from an experience point of view, it's great that we can get people the help they need. It's great that we can point them in the right direction. And it's great that we can refer on when we know we should um, and get them to the right people at the right time. So that's why I love being a physio. We can impact lives. We can change people. We can, you know, give them what they need and we can have a positive um, outcome a lot of the time sometimes it's not quite the news like in that lady's case it's not quite the news that we want and it's not quite the news that you know we'd like however at least we know and we can then deal with it and deal with it and move forward rather than waiting another two or three months going ain't right now let's go and see somebody so being a physio has been a real eye-opener we see some things that are very very sad and very very um yeah, just things that you just don't want to know about, especially, like I said, working as a youngster in, in somewhere like intensive care, just things where you just think life is so fragile and, you know, life can change in the blink of an eye. And then other things where you think, oh my God, how on earth have they survived that? And how strong and, and you know, wonderful is the human body that we can, you know, get back from fractures here and fractures pelvis and you know being on bed rest for, uh, for umpteen days to being able to walk and run and function again um, and you know in the blink of an eye somebody else loses their fight because of something so stupid like falling over and hitting their head it's you know the body is amazing um, and I've been privileged to work with both sides and hope that I can stay privileged to work with both sides for a long time to come Anyway, that's me signing out. Physio is fabulous. I love my job. I love being able to help people, um, hopefully for the better most of the time, um, but hopefully being able to point them in the right direction if things aren't quite the way they should be. Thanks for listening.